1: The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free.
0: The emergency act was, in my opinion, uh, entirely unnecessary. There was four blockades uh, across uh, the nation. There was three at border crossings: one in Alberta, one in Manitoba, one at the Windsor Bridge. Three of those were removed with all of the current powers that uh, the RCMP had. Uh, my understanding is, is no police force requested additional powers like uh, those in the Emergency Act, and then the Emergency Act was it was implemented to remove uh, the last one. So, if you could remove three. Under the current regular conditions, uh, why did you require the Emergencies Act for the fourth? The hearing continues. The inquiry continues in Ottawa, the Royal Commission on the Invoking of the Emergencies Act. And they continue to hear witnesses. This week, organizers and leaders of the Freedom Convoy were cross-examined. And a lawyer for the Freedom Convoy uh, testified these leaders received leaks from sympathetic police sources in several different agencies, Ottawa Police, OPP, RCMP, and CSIS. So I was curious. I thought, well, what are the, what are the police officers who you interact with who are on the street, um, community officers? How do they feel about this? Tom Stamatakis is the president of the Canadian Police Association, and uh, he joins us on the Roy Green Show. Tom, thank you very much uh, for taking the time. Uh, how are you?
1: Good. It's been uh, a challenging several months, uh, but uh, doing well.
0: Yeah, I I wanted to ask you a little later in the interview, but let let me start right now. What's it like to be a police officer on the street, frontline officer in Canada at this time? There seems to be a growing lack of respect in some areas, some parts of our community of our larger national community, officers losing their lives on the job and actively being targeted. What's it like for police officers day to day?
1: Well, it's been a challenging time, uh, particularly over this last two and a half to three years. Uh, somehow, the, the police in, in this country have become a target for, for many groups and individuals and are often blamed for broader societal issues that the police have very little control over or influence over. So it's been particularly, particularly challenging. And then of course, over the last, you know, six weeks or so, we've seen, uh, you know, f- four officers murdered um, just, just for doing their jobs and, and, and who they are. And, and, and that's unusual in Canada. And, I, and it's had a significant impact. And then throw into that, um, you know, this, these, the increasing frequency of protests for a variety of issues, and police are often in the middle between uh, trying to enforce the law and and governments that uh, create legislation or make policies, and and the public who who do have a legitimate right right to protest and express their views about policies and legislation that they they don't agree with, and, and so all of that, you know. Adding to that, a well-documented mental health challenge in our industry, a lack of resources in communities right across the country, and it's just a—it's just a really difficult time for police in this country at the moment.
0: Yeah, I've heard that uh, officers, increasingly, when they reach retirement age, um, option to retire, they take that option maybe more frequently than they had in the past. How do you see? How does the Canadian Police Association? View what's going on right now in Ottawa, and, uh, and and let's within the greater context of the invoking of the Emergencies Act. Uh, how, how do you how does the CPA view the invoking of the Emergencies Act and uh, and what happened in Ottawa in February?
1: Well, look, the CPA was completely supported the invoking of the Emergencies Act, uh, given the the situation in Ottawa and how it. Devolved over a number of weeks, um, and it, and it really ties back to what I said previously when you asked me, you know, what it's like to be a police officer in this country at the moment. Um, you know, we had a situation there where we had police officers working an incredible number of hours in difficult circumstances. The te- the the weather was 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 challenging. Uh, these are police officers who are t- uh, taken away from their regular duties, which means you know, there's a, there's a knock-on effect when this happens, when these demands are are placed upon, um, you know, police services and police officers that are already stretched way too thin. Uh, you know, they're taken away from their regular duties. Those duties aren't being done. Uh, it has an, a broader impact on the community beyond where the protest is happening. So so we, we 100% supported the invocation of the Emergencies Act so that measures could be taken to end that, uh, protest quickly. It was having not only a significant impact on police officers in the city of Ottawa, but there were police personnel that were being redeployed from communities right across the country to assist with that uh, event. And, and that, again, has a, a, a significant impact not only on the police officers, but also on their families that, that uh, have to deal with the implications of having people in their homes you know, working too much and not having any time off and missing time with their family. So, uh, uh, given the situation and how it devolved there, uh, you know, in my view, it was the right thing to do.
0: Okay. So, we have different police services who uh, disagree uh, on the invoking of the the Emergencies Act. Just heard the Premier of Saskatchewan with his position on it. Um, Should people be surprised that police officers are taking divergent views on the EA?
1: Well, what I would say is it's easy for people that um, don't have to, that, that aren't on the front lines, that aren't in, in the theater at that particular time to have all kinds of opinions about what should have happened or didn't happen. They're the ones, they're forming these opinions often or arriving at these conclusions from the safety of a, of a warm office or, or uh, a comfortable environment and, and, I'm speaking on behalf of those police officers who were freezing cold, that weren't getting regular breaks, that didn't know when they were going to get their next meal, didn't know when they're going to be able to go home. Those are the people that I'm speaking on behalf of. So I, I, I don't, you know, I don't really have a lot of time for okay. uh, some of the divergent opinions that are, that are, um, you know, now being talked about after the fact with the benefit of hindsight and
0: and and a number of other factors that usually come into play. Yeah, the inquiry is going to be hindsight. It's going to be investigating whether the federal government did the correct thing in invoking the Emergencies Act, which is the nuclear option for any government. Are you surprised there's been testimony that police agencies, in some cases, provided information to Freedom Convoy organizers?
1: I am surprised. You know, I... I think there's going to be more examination of that. I'd like to know more about it and, and, and know specifically, um, you know, what the context was. Was this a case of, you know, isolated incidences involving individuals that perhaps were disgruntled or had some other um, motivation, or, or is this a, a broader issue? And I would be surprised if it was um, as significant or as broad as as, you know, some of the the people who have given testimony have made it out to be. And, and those people, I would suggest, perhaps have um, you know mo- reasons or motives for, for making statements like that.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green.